Hi, I'm Edward Sree, and welcome to All Things Catholic, where real faith meets real life. It's May, it's Mary's month, and a great time to think about Our Lady. And I know at our kids' Catholic school recently, they did a May crowning. I don't know if you're familiar with that tradition where children will approach a statue of Mary reverently and they'll put a crown on Mary's head. But what is that really all about? What does this mean that Mary's a queen? I mean, why do we sing songs and have prayers like, Hail, Holy Queen, Salve Regina, Regina Celi, Queen of Heaven? How is it that Mary a mere human being could become the queen of heaven and earth. This is one of the things I just love about being Catholic. It's just so cool being Catholic, not just the focus on Mary, but, but what Mary tells us about the amazing work God wants to do in your soul. That's why we, we look at Mary as queen, because God wants to do something awesome in you. That's why we celebrate her queenship, especially in this month of May. God wants to do amazing work in your soul. You see, Jesus, he is the true king of heaven and earth. He has conquered Satan. He's conquered sin. He's conquered death. He's conquered evil in this world. He wants that reign to be extended all across the earth and most especially in our hearts. Do you want Christ's kingdom to reign in your heart? Do you want to be freed really freed from from sin, freed from your vices, your weaknesses that weigh you down and keep you from giving the best of yourself to God and to others? Do you want to be free from, from the anxieties and the fears that weigh us down and keep us from living in peace and, and giving the best of ourselves to others? Jesus Christ has conquered sin and death and the devil and all suffering, and he wants to extend that reign into your heart. If you want Christ's kingdom to truly reign, if you want Christ's kingdom to conquer whatever things are keeping you from a deeper union with God, then turn to Mary. Look at her. Her queenship is is a sign of what God wants to do in all of us. I want to learn from Mary. I want to learn how did she receive that crown of righteousness? How is it that she allowed Christ's reign to fully extend throughout her entire life? It's amazing. No other human person has allowed Christ's kingdom to reign in her heart more than Mary. And what God did in Mary, he wants to do in us. That's why we want to turn to Mary and her queenship. And that's what we're going to talk about in this week's podcast. So welcome to All Things Catholic. I'm your host, Edward Sri. I want to give a shout out to all the the wonderful focus leaders. Uh, I was just on a week-long retreat. We did our offsite with the regional directors from all around the United States and uh, serving on so many campuses and parishes and focus. We were up in the beautiful Colorado Rocky Mountains uh, this last week. Please pray for all of them. They're getting ready to welcome over 300 new young missionaries, recent college graduates, the people who are graduating right now, 300 of them, giving their lives to full-time mission evangelization of college students on college campuses. It's, it's amazing. So uh, if you could pray for them, I'd appreciate that. Uh, one other thing too, if you are not already subscribing to the show notes, we can get those to you for free. My good friends at Ascension Press will send them to you. You can get the background, uh, the quotes that I'm often referring to, extra information about the topic we're looking at. All you need to do is text all things Catholic to 3377. Yeah, so you can just pull out your phone 
and you're going to send a text and you're going to text the word all things Catholic, all one word. So just all things Catholic is all one word. You're going to text that to 33777 and then you could get the show notes and, and the information about the podcast each week there. But let's turn back to Our Lady here in Mary's Queenship. You know, Mary, I, I think it's amazing that we honor her and we revere her, but but she wouldn't want all the attention just for herself. She she plays this unique role of being this this prime example uh, of of a Christian disciple because it shows us what God wants to do in all of us. You see, if I had to explain this biblically, I, I would want to highlight maybe three biblical passages in particular that show that Jesus had promised not just Mary, but all faithful disciples a share in his reign, that, that he really did want to come to conquer sin and death, but sin and death and suffering and evil doesn't exist just like in the abstract. It's not like floating around in the air, you know, like a bad virus or something. Like that. No, no, no. Sin resides in people's hearts, and, and Jesus wants to come and free us from the reign of the devil. Uh, and so he promises all faithful disciples that his kingdom will come into our hearts and change us. And, and he, there's three biblical passages I'm going to share with you that highlight what we need to do if we want to be a faithful disciple and allow Christ's reign to extend into our hearts. There's three key things here, and we're going to see Mary exemplifies this more than anyone else. But the first point comes from Revelation chapter 3, verses 20 and 21. Jesus says that whoever hears my voice and opens the door will sit with him on his throne. And so the first characteristic point, if you want to share in Christ's reign, you want Christ to, to sit on the throne of your heart, what do you need to do? You need to hear his voice. You need to listen to him. That's something we talked about a couple episodes ago about how do we really listen to the voice of God, how we really hear his voice guiding us. Are we really open to his, his hand leading us in life? Or do we cling to our own plans, our own dreams, our own purposes, the things we want to do and get done in life? Do we really surrender and open the door to allow Jesus fully into our hearts? That's one key characteristic. Mary certainly exemplifies that. We'll talk about that in a moment. But there's a second key thing Jesus says, if we want to be a faithful disciple, we really want Christ's reign, his kingdom to reign in our hearts. The second thing we need to do is this. We need to be willing to give up everything. That's what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 19, verses 28 through 30. Whoever gives up everything for my sake will sit on the thrones and, draw and judge the 12 tribes of Israel. So again, another image of sitting on thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel, uh, sharing in Christ's kingdom. That's what the idea is. What do you need to do? You need to run for office and, and get a lot of votes. No. <laughs> what do you need to do? You need to give up everything, Jesus says. Are you willing to give up everything and follow him? Not just follow him when it's convenient. Not just follow him when it's interesting. Not just following him when it fits in, in my schedule, in my time. No, I'm willing to give up my preferences. I'm willing to give up things and make sacrifices to take time with him in prayer. I'm willing to give up all of, again, my plans, my will, to surrender to his will. Whoever gives up everything will sit on the thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel, he says, Matthew 19. One last passage, 2 Timothy 2.12. If we endure, endure sufferings and trials, if we persevere in faith and discipleship, we shall also reign with him. 
I, I love this one because it comes in the context of St. Paul's life. He, you know, he's in prison now. Uh, it's toward the end of his life. He's in Rome, and he writes this letter to his disciple Timothy, and he's reminding Timothy, you know, uh, we have to endure. We have to be faithful, not just when it's easy, not just when being a Christian is fun and when it's popular and there's this great Christian community and lots of fun people to be with, but what do I do when I'm alone, like I'm in prison right now? <laughs> what do we do when I, I'm, I'm suffering? I'm being persecuted. I'm being falsely accused. Uh, I'm being pressured to give up my faith. What do I do in those moments? And Paul says, if we endure, we shall reign with him. He goes on. I'm going to read this quote. This is later in the in the letter, toward the end of his letter to Timothy. I, I love this quote. I often often quote it. It's from 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. I mean, this is Paul in prison. You know, he knows that martyrdom is going to be on the horizon here. And he's looking back on his life as a disciple of Jesus. And he says this: I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing. I love this. Here's Paul at the end of his life. He knows he's, he's, he's finishing the race. He's persevered. He has endured. Yeah, he, he wasn't just a faithful disciple when it was convenient. He wasn't just faithful to Jesus when it was popular to be faithful to him and there was a great community to support him. Uh, no, no, he, he persevered through trials, through sufferings, and, and now he's facing his own death. And he knows that death isn't the end. He knows that there's a crown of righteousness awaiting him. But then I love that line in, in verse eight. He says, but not just for me, but all who have loved his appearing. In other words, he's telling us this crown isn't just for Mary. It's not just for Paul. It's not just for the, the great saints that we all know. It's for the ordinary saints like you and me that probably aren't ever going to be canonized. But Jesus is calling us to persevere through the trials. So my friends, if, as we unpack this and we think about Mary, I want, you, I want you to think about this last one, that Mary endured. Mary was someone that lived this third point. She endured she also lived the second point. She gave up everything. And she certainly lived the first point, right? The first one about whoever hears Christ's voice. She was someone in tune with the voice of God. All these three points are so related to Our Lady. And these are the three key things that the Bible teaches we need to do if we want to share in Christ's reign, if we want his victory over Satan to be extended into our hearts. If we want his victory over sin, his victory over evil to, to transform our hearts, then we need to do these three things. Revelation 3.21, if we hear his voice and open the door to him, we'll sit on the throne with Christ. Matthew 19, if we give up everything, we'll sit on the thrones, judging the 12 tribes. Second uh, Timothy 2.12, if we endure, we shall also reign with him. Mary did those three things better than anyone else. And that's why we have May crownings. That's why we have, we have the songs, Hail Holy Queen, and feast days about Mary's queenship. It, it's to remind us, this is what we need to do. This is what matters most. We need to hear God's voice like she did. She totally said yes at her fiat. She was someone the Bible says in Luke chapter 2, verse 19, she kept and pondered all these things in her heart. She's constantly living interiorly, whatever's happening in her life, whatever unexpected events, 
whatever sufferings, whatever trials, whether it was there at Bethlehem and she's trying to figure out why did my baby end up, you know, here in this cave and I have to put him in a manger and, and he's treated so horribly in, in these poor conditions. She doesn't just ponder that in her head. She's not whining or complaining about it. She's, she's pondering it in her heart, the Bible says. She's someone that wants to hear God's voice. God, what are you trying to say to me through this? Same thing when, when her son is 12 years old and he's lost for three days and she's running all over looking for him. And she says, didn't you know your father and I were, were anxiously looking for you? And she doesn't understand what happened there. But the Bible says she doesn't whine. She doesn't complain. She doesn't panic. She keeps and ponders it all in her heart. Again, as if she's saying, Lord, what, what is it that you're trying to teach me? Through this very traumatic event, I lost my son for these couple days here. I lost him. I, I didn't know where he was. It was really hard. Lord, what, what are you trying to show me through that? Mary was someone that was in tune to God's voice in her life. She's living interiorly. And because of that, what does Revelation 3.20 tell us? Whoever hears Christ's voice will reign with him. What did Mary do? She constantly was hearing God's voice. And what happens? She reigns with Christ. Hail, holy queen, our queen of heaven and earth. Same thing, she gave up everything. You know, at fiat, at her fiat, at the Annunciation, when Gabriel first announced, you're called to be the mother of the Messiah. Mary didn't say, wait, can I do these five things first? Or I had this dream for my life, or I really wanted to do this. And uh, I, I, can I do that and this? That's not what Mary did. <laughs> Mary gave up everything. She surrendered completely. She called herself a slave. Behold, I'm the slave of the Lord. I know translations say handmaiden, but it's really slave. <laughs> and I was like, I want to use my life not for my purposes, but for yours, God. And because of this, because Mary gave everything, she gave her entire life. She reigns with Christ. She sits and judges the 12 tribes of Israel, just as Matthew 19 foretold. And she's a sign for what God wants to do in you and me if we're willing to give up everything and stop clinging to our own will to our own preferences, to our own plans and our own dreams. It, no, no, God wants us to surrender, to surrender everything to him and trust that his dream, his plan is so much bigger than anything we could come up with on our own. Hail, holy queen, you gave up everything, Mary, and you reign with Jesus. Christ's kingdom completely reigns over your heart. Mary, pray for us that that same kingdom may reign over our hearts. Teach us, Mary. Teach us to give up everything. Teach us to not cling to our own will. Teach us to trust the Father like you did. You know, the last point, Mary endured. Wow, I mean, St. Paul says in 2 Timothy 2.2, if we endure, we shall reign with him. Talk about someone who endured. She had to persevere through so many trials, watching her son be so misunderstood, so poorly treated betrayed, mocked, spit at, rejected by the people he came to save. How hard that would have been for Mary. And then having to watch him be condemned, falsely condemned. How could Jesus be condemned? He's the innocent son of God. I mean, just imagine Mary seeing her son be falsely condemned and then scourged, crowned with thorns, carrying that cross, suffering the horrific, torturous crucifixion. She persevered through trials, the cross, and darkness. Is there something you are facing right now that is a great cross? And it's really heavy. It's just so heavy, and you don't know if you can go on. 
Are you, are you going through a time where you just feel like you're in darkness? Where is God? Where is the Father? I don't feel close to him. In those moments, remember Mary. Remember her. She endured. She persevered. She lived that third point out from 2 Timothy 2.12. The third point about what the Bible teaches, about how to allow Christ's reign to reign over his heart, our hearts. She endured. Remember Mary. Remember her sufferings. She persevered. And so whatever you're carrying right now, turn to her. Ask her for help. Mary, whatever burdens are on our shoulders, whatever sufferings that we feel overwhelmed by, Whatever times of uh, moments of darkness we have, and we're just wondering, where is the Father? Mary, pray for us. You lived through such, such suffering on Good Friday, especially, such darkness, especially on Good Friday. Pray for us, Mary. We're small, we're weak. We don't know if we can carry this, but we trust you, Mary. We trust you to pray for us as our, our mother. We trust as we see you crowned as queen of heaven and earth that because you persevere, you really do reign with him. Hail, holy queen, teach us to endure the trials. Teach us not to despair nor to become despondent. Teach us not to become discouraged. Teach us never to give up hope. Help us, Mary, to remember you who remained hopeful on the darkest day of human history, Good Friday. You remained hopeful. You clung to the promises of the Father. Help us to remember the Father's promises, to remember the great saints who've gone before us, hundreds, thousands of them who've suffered, suffered so much, and they persevered. And like St. Paul, they have a crown of righteousness. But that crown is not just for Paul. It's not just for you, Mary. We know it's also for us. Hail, Holy Queen. Help us to hear the Father's voice, Help us to be willing to give up everything. Help us to endure so that Christ may reign in our hearts. My friends, I hope this little Marian reflection for the month of May has been helpful for you. Let's imitate Our, our Lady. Amen. And if you want those show notes, if you want a little more background uh, on today's topic or all the weeks that we go through this, this show, text to 33777. Text All Things Catholic, just one word. Pull out your phone. Just text All Things Catholic to 33777. So all one word, no spaces, All Things Catholic to 33777, and you can get the show notes. And thanks so much for listening, and God bless.